0: Welcome to episode 788, baby! Why are the Mongols doing what they're doing? That's what you're asking all the time. Why are they in court now for a motion to vacate? But the question should be, did you know the case is still ongoing anyway? It is now in the Ninth Circuit of Appeals, And the issue is, can the government take the Mongols' trademark patch? It is the first of its kind legal question. This actually could end up in the Supreme Court. There is a lot of stuff riding on this. For MCs worldwide, or actually that has a presence worldwide, but are based in the United States. Don't let me get you confused there. This is United States stuff. So it has a lot of implications if you're in an MC, that could happen to you. That is why it's important. And furthermore, I believe, personally... This is the reason why the government appealed the decision where the judge said, no, you're not doing it. They want to get it to the Supreme Court. Now, what happens if it gets to the Supreme Court? Well, (laughs) you got, uh, what, six uh, conservative justices that always uh, side with the government. It could be a bad thing. Or you got constitutionalists on that bench. It could be a good thing. Regardless, they want to get it to the Supreme Court. Because once the Supreme Court rules, if they can or can't, then it goes into law. If they rule it, they can. Oh, boy. Is any freaking club that has some few bad idiots out there could make it to where the government can take your patch. That is what they're fighting for. And there's other clubs that have been real generous as far as supporting this cause. Now, why does it matter to me? Well, I've been covering this stuff since the beginning. And I can see the ramifications. And I'm hoping I can convey it to you just how bad it could get. And not only for MCs. Not only for MCs, This could apply to everybody. The Elks, the Moose, anybody who has a trademark. And if the government wishes to take that trademark, you're shit out of luck because the Supreme Court said so. So it is the Mongols fighting this case. Just like it was
1: the dude from hustler that fought for free speech it might be
0: organizations that people don't like but they're really out there the ones fighting for your right so let's explain a little bit about this so let's go to the first uh the i pulled a series of articles up talking about the case it's beginning, where it's at now, the whole nine yards. So hopefully you can understand. And there was actually one interesting thing, at, you know, the last article I'm going to cover, where there has been a decision of some sort by the Supreme Court. Let's go to the first article. This is out of the Orange County Register. Now, we already know. uh, The Mongols MC says its ex-president was a government rat. Actually, what the attorney is saying was little Dave had uh, an inappropriate relationship with the ATF agent. We all can agree there's a lot of proof out there on that. We're going to stick with what the attorney says, not what this uh, newspaper says. But it goes through all of what was happening. Now, this is very interesting here. A second legal battle, which played out over several months at the federal courthouse in Santa Ana in late 2018, saw the government try to seize the Mongols' trademark by fining that the club was a criminal organization that supported drug trafficking and encouraged vicious assaults and even
1: murder. Now,
0: by taking the trademarks and preventing members from using the prize patches that adorn the biker's vest, prosecutors hope to deal a death blow to the organization.
1: Again, prosecutors hope to deal
0: a death blow to the organization. There are many, many, many people that are Mongols. And yes, they were talking about how this started after Black Rain. If you don't know what Operation Black Rain is, I suggest really that you get in tune with that case. They're using that as one of the basis of saying the Mongols are a criminal organization. This has been going on over a decade where the federal government is trying to take the property. We went over some definitions in a case that I brought up on another segment. A prosecutor's job is to make sure justice is served, not to chalk up the winds, if you will. This is not justice, because the people that they arrested do not represent, say, 2,000 other people. Just because they wear the
1: patch don't mean they represent everybody. now, Judge Carter, who's hearing
0: the motion to vacate right now. What is the motion to vacate? Right now, it is in front of the court that the Mongols are alleging that Little Dave had a improper relationship with the ATF agent, which is a very serious deal. And you can't do that because you can't have somebody with a relationship with the cops Directing the defense strategy. That's the argument. And you know what? Even Jonathan Turley, he's a big professor in the legal stuff, said the same thing. You can't do it.
1: So that's what's going on right now. They want to vacate all this stuff, and they want a a new trial. Which they should be able to get, (laughs) if you ask me. Now, going further,
0: at one point, a juror reported seeing Santillian and Sassone at a Starbucks a half a block from the courthouse, and then he dismissed it as a chance encounter. But the club's defense attorney has since cited it as evidence the then Motorcycle Club president and the federal agent were colluding Mid trial goes on. It is hard to imagine a more egregious invasion of attorney-client privilege or a more cavalier dismissal of the due process rights.
1: He has uh, released emails
0: between he and Little Dave in which the attorney pressed Little Dave to allow him to call son as a witness during the trial, arguing that without the testimony, the case can't likely be won. Listen to this now. This is why there's a motion.
1: Yanny has released emails
0: between he and little Dave, in which the attorney pressed Little Dave to allow him to call Sassone, he's the agent, as a witness during the trial, arguing that without the testimony, the case can't likely be won. Why wouldn't he let him call this
1: cop as a witness? Why?
0: Why couldn't he call him to the witness stand? Big question. During testimony, a little Dave said he believed calling Sassone would have Put the last nail in our coffin. Wait a second there. Why would that put a nail in your coffin? That would actually help the club out. Now see why the club thinks there's an inappropriate relationship going on here. They're sitting back saying, "What the hell is going on? That's one thing that everybody don't understand. The Mongols have not been in the media by choice. It wasn't them running around everybody to get a story
1: out. You know who it was. But let's go further down in this article here. Let's go down here.
0: Uh, Where are we at? There was one thing about the Supreme Court in here. Let's see here, Storm's statement. Uh, Well, anyway, here it is. As a first-of-its-kind legal argument, the fight over the Motorcycles Club's distinctive insignia could ultimately rise to the Supreme Court.
1: I think that is the government's goal here. They want that in front of the Supreme Court. And not only
0: because, like I said, they want to get the Mongols. No! Then they have the ultimate power to get
1: anybody else on their hit list, MC or not.
0: That right there is government overreach.
1: Very interesting one here. The Fed
0: spent a decade trying to seize the Mongols' club's notorious patch. And that's when Judge Carter ruled, no, you can't have it. Even though, right here, the jury ordered Mongols' motorcycle club to forfeit logo trademarks. But he overrode him in this, and one of the things that you really gotta worry about you got to worry about. Once the government has that power, they will use it. Give them a couple steps, they'll run a couple miles. That's the way they work.
1: A decade. Why would they spend a decade on something like this? Because that's what they do. Another thing. Why would
0: an ATF agent want to get in bed with little Dave. Well, you got to ask yourself about the ATF and the prosecutor's relationship. They do what the prosecutors want. Anytime there's an arrest made, you better believe that they're asking prosecutors, can we charge? So if the goal of the prosecutors in this case is to go after the Mongols and take their stuff, you're damn right they're going to use every dirty trick in the book.
1: Every dirty trick. Now, I'm not trying to put on a tin hat here or
0: anything like that. But right now, it don't look very good, if you will. Okay. Now,
1: this was a huge deal when it happened.
0: Mongols Motorcycle Club defeats government bid to seize its patches. First Amendment cited in the case that now is likely to go to the Ninth Circuit. It's there now. This was an article where he rejected this,
1: and that's what set it off. And the appeals, the prosecutor, boom, they jumped on this crap. They jumped on it. See the intention going. Last one, very interesting, though. Very interesting. On another
0: case, this has to do with registering one. The Supreme Court rules the government can't refuse to register trademarks considered offensive. See, trademark law, copyright law, is a thing of its own, baby. That's why something like this with the Mongols is its something new, man. They've never explored this. This is a different legal question now. And everybody knows that's why they're going to go to the Supreme Court. But this was in 2017. The Supreme Court has declared unconstitutionally the federal government's practice of refusing to register trademarks that officials deem to be offensive on racial, religious, or similar grounds. And this was an 8-0 ruling in favor of Simon Tam, the frontman for an all-Asian-American band known as the Slants they tried to refuse to register that trademark because of the name. U.S. Patent and Trademark Office had refused to register the band's name, citing a law that denied trademarks that disparage individuals, institutions, beliefs, or national symbols. Now, take that out about the registration and get into the trademark of the Mongols. Now, What, they can cite that they denied the trademarks because they disparage individuals or something like that? The result in the closing watch case could doom legal challenges to other trademarks many consider offensive, such as that for the Washington Redskins. And we all know how that worked out, that in the Cleveland Indians. I say you never give the woke mob any freaking leeway if you ask me, screw that. But I wanted to take time in this segment to try to convey to you how important this is. How you should be studying up on something like this. Because it will affect everybody.
1: Everybody. It could affect you. It could affect your organization. Everything. So that is why me personally
0: am really following this case because I know how important it is. And if there's any,
1: any type of thing off
0: with little Dave and the government, whatever the hell it is, improper relationship, yes, there does need a retrial. Because that's
1: how important this case is. That's why the Mongols are fighting as hard as they are. Not only for themselves, but for everybody. So remember that when
0: you hear these cases going on. Anyway, guys, we're going to go to the second half of the show with China Dao yes we always have a good time over there (laughs) we'll be right back after this music break is in the studio she kind of groggy this morning kind of groggy how are you doing china i tired <laughs> you tired yeah <laughs> are you like wore out and stuff like that yeah why i work too much you work too much you got yeah. that right man shit Oh my god work 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 work
2: it's all right though i
0: got i got a new work shirt i look smexy you do look smexy you don't look like a smurf anymore lady in red baby lady no 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 but just, do you want to explain mm. something to the audience what explain something what what is the stupidest thing you've ever done oh my god work? i
2: just told you not to <laughs> fucking do it you're gonna do it anyways come on
0: you know i can't pass something like that up
2: i'm like dude why is everything that i do have to become a fucking show topic here it is again
0: It happens. Anyway, I was in the garage (laughs) getting some prep work done, the weld, and she comes running out, and she's in her lady in red shirt, and I smell all this perfume. I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? Does she have to go back or something? And she's running up on me and stuff. I was like, "What the hell's going on here?" And I looked at you and said, "Is it AM or PM?" <laughs> <laughs> she took a little nap and thought she was late for work. The uh, you know the next day. Yeah, I'm not. No, you weren't. No. But doesn't that make you feel like an ass? Yes. <laughs> and I kind of like that started, jackass at the zoo. And right? I
2: started storming off, and you're like, "Where are you going?" I go picking the house. <laughs> you felt stupid,
0: didn't you? Yes, I did, and here we go. Here's a topic. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway, you guys seen my post in YouTube for the members only as regarding the rumble in the woods. I had to cancel my appearance at it because uh some family stuff going on uh with the baby, my grandkid, and I wanna be close to home. Any questions, you guys can uh, send me in Discord, so getting that out of the way. China Dow, you do have a good work ethic. Me? Yes, you Uh do. I got to admit, you have a good work ethic. Something that is missing in this modern time, if you would. Hell, you're almost a half a century year old. Yeah. And you got more work ethic than anybody younger than you nowadays. <laughs> how you figure. <laughs> like, how many times have you called off of work? At this job? Any job. What was your average? Maybe once. Maybe once in how many years?
2: Since I was 21. No, 16.
0: 16. <laughs> so you say you called off once since you were 16. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it? Why do you have that work ethic in you like that?
2: My dad says unless I was in the hospital or throwing up and like couldn't move that I uh should go to work.
0: Do you think that's because you have a bubbly personality? No. Because you like
2: being around people? Well, I like being around people, but at the same time I hate people. So I
0: don't
2: know. How does that even work out? Oh no. <laughs> How does that even happen? It's like it gets super busy at work and I'm like, God, I hate this job. <laughs> I hate people. Everybody needs to leave. Going to the next But I can vouch for
0: you. You don't call off work.
2: No, I mean, I've been at this job for four years, and I've never missed a day. And they don't even give me a reward. No, I don't get no presents or nothing for perfect attendance. That sucks, man. I know, what the hell? That even went with high school, didn't I it? was in high school. I had four years perfect attendance, and at least each year I got socks tickets, but... I mean, it was the socks. who really cares, but...
0: I'm fucked if, it, you know, we go as far as calling office of school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Four I'm years.
2: Bugged. And well, in, in seventh and eighth grade, I only missed school in eighth grade. I missed school for like a week and a half because I got the chicken pox.
0: Oh my God, she knows how many days she missed school. A week and a half. Oh my
2: six gosh. In, yeah, yeah. But
0: I have to say, you do have a good work ethic. But that's something that's missing from the workforce right now. Yeah. Like big time, especially after COVID.
2: You like, you know, okay. My thing is is uh I'm always at least 15 to ten to fifteen minutes there before my shift starts and that's what we were all taught in our age you should always be there i mean there's times when i get there like two minutes till but it's a rarity but majority 24 hours ahead of
0: time you were gonna yeah well
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) it happens but it's like i was always told to be there at least 15 minutes prior to your shift start and and i I, think that's a good practice
0: because you're able to get in there settle down yeah
2: and get situated before you got a clock in and Mm-hmm. get yourself instead of rushing in and dropping all your
0: shit and just getting back though you know getting the work because you're thrown off
2: yeah i mean i've always and that's I've not only in your that.
0: profession but that's in everybody's that's in everyone profession.
2: i mean that's even when i was doing hair well when i was doing hair i was always bef- but you take that time to that, settle in yeah you gotta have time to settle in and you know, put your stuff where you need to go, set up whatever you need to set up uh, before you clock in. And,
0: and I think it's also respectful to the employee that's already on shift.
2: Well, yeah, because to do then that. they know
0: you're there. Exactly. They're not
2: worried about, oh my God, is so and so even coming in? It's like, yeah. Which happens
0: a lot in a job force.
2: Oh my God, all the time. I mean, I even worry about it. Like, if I'm mid shifting. And because, like, I know that the next person coming in always comes... Like he's scheduled at five, so he's either comes in at five or five after five.
0: Why does that make you worry? Because at that point, you I wanna feel obligated h-
2: that you got to stay. That I got to stay to close, and I've already been there since like one. And it's and like, that ain't
0: fair to the next person.
2: And I don't want to. I don't want to stay if I'm if I've been there since one o'clock or noon or something. I sure as hell don't want to stay until. And what I 11. hate
0: about <laughs> some employers when that does happen, they actually expect you. Yeah, to stay. Yeah. Oh, my job does. And it's like, well, wait a second. I got a fucking life here. You said I was supposed to be here from eight to four. Mm -hmm. And because somebody couldn't do their responsibilities, I got to pay for it. Exactly. And that ain't right to a lot of people. And I think that's what gets people pissed. Well, and and I think
2: a lot of things, too, is it's like, um, I mean, I've worked at a lot of places, even the one I'm at now. Where, like, you know, there's days where I'm pulling split shifts, where I'm coming in in the morning, and then because the manager wants to leave, I have to come in, come uh, go home and come back later Mm -hmm. so she can leave. Mm -hmm. And then I'm the one stuck there until the closer comes in.
0: One of the things that I don't like about this kind of stuff, this kind of business is where you have somebody that's tardy all the time and the company does nothing about it because they're probably understaffed they can't hire anybody so they put up with some stuff with that like that and it's like they reward them for doing that shit
2: well i think it's sad that like e- A lot of companies, they don't, like like you were saying, but they don't, like, write them up. They don't get verbal warnings. You know, I I mean, last I checked at most businesses, when you screw up, you know, it starts with a verbal warning, and then the next thing, if you do it again, is, like, a write-up, and then after so many write-ups, you actually either get suspended without pay, or you lose your job.
0: Which is the way it should
2: be. Which I know for- Because as a business owner, we would want to do that. I mean, I know for a fact that (laughs) some employees are 15 to 30 minutes late for their shift on a daily, and because they've been with the company so long that nothing gets said.
0: Even though it should, because you're busting the rules.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't care how long you've been with the company. I think if you're going to be 15 to 30 minutes late to your shift...
0: Every day you work. Be considerate. You should be, something should be said. See, I believe in rules. I really do. I believe in rules 110%. When there's an agreement in place, you don't break them rules because your word then means shit to me anyway. And that's the same as going to work. You're giving them a commitment where you said, okay, I'm going to show up. I'm going to be there, I'm going to do the job as, you know, I was hired to do, and then I want to go home. Right. So when these others don't hold to their word, and they show up late, it just puts more stress on the other person working already, and the business as a whole. Well, and the other thing that uh, I've noticed with a lot of companies is,
2: like, a lot of places now, I mean, mainly retail, but a lot of places have day shift and a night shift. Okay? And day shift and night shift, I'm sure, have their jobs that they're supposed to do during their shift. Well, then, the problem is, and it happens a lot at places, is one or the other shift doesn't do what they're supposed to do during their shift because they just don't feel like doing it.
0: Even though it's in their job description.
2: Even though it's, you know, part, yeah, part of their job description. This is what you're supposed to do on your shift. This has to get done. And if it doesn't get done, then the next shift suffers because you didn't do it, so they have to do your job plus their job. So it's double the work and you ain't getting any pats on the back or any, oh, thanks this, thanks that, whatever,
0: you just end up doing double the work. I think, and everybody's going to get pissed at me about this, I think it's the more low-income worker, uh, less educated worker, and it's in the retail industry, like you said, that... These businesses in that sector mostly have these type of problems. And before you kick me to nuts, it does have to do with low pay. It does have to do with a low work ethic. Because if you get into other professions that pay more or they were raised a little different, like a, an engineer, they're never going to miss work. But you're going to be in a retail sector where companies don't even need a high school diploma to hire you. That's where your problem's going to come in. Do you think that?
2: I don't think it matters about education, but
0: well, I'm talking education with the responsibility.
2: Well, I think a lot of it is common sense, which a lot of people don't have anymore. Like at all.
0: Like where did that go? Oh, that's gone. We've talked about that before. That shit's gone.
2: Well, and it's like a lot of people nowadays are just get, taking a job to have a job. And mm-hmm. they don't treat it as a job. They just, oh, well, it's a paycheck, but pff, I ain't got to really do anything.
0: So you're talking about they don't have any pride in there.
2: Well, they they have no determination to succeed at what they're doing, is what I'm trying to say. And Well, kind of no- like
0: you, you're a freaking you go-getter.
2: Well, and it's like customers that are regular where I'm at, when they come in, they're like, oh my God, you're always on the move. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you ever sit still? Do you ever get a day off? And it's like, well, yeah, I wasn't here yesterday. but
0: <laughs> Yeah, but you'll sit there, take notes when you don't need to, to pass them on to others, yeah. which is, you know, showing motivation and stuff. But a lot of people lack that motivation and pride.
2: You know, it's like me, it's like, I don't care if it's like a dead-end job. I still want to bust my ass to get, get it done right. And, to keep your work. And to keep be successful and keep myself busy. I mean, who wants to go to a job and just stand there? Makes time go by slow. I mean, I time's going to be like, you're going to be like, oh, shit. And you're going to look at the clock. And then five minutes later, you're going to look, look at the clock and be like, my God. And it's like, okay, there are times that get like that. Because if you get everything done... Too soon, you know, at your job, the things that need to get done. Then it's like, okay, now what? But you can always find something to do.
0: I believe in the retail sector, though, turnover rate is huge. Oh yeah, big time. You can never get anybody to stick. No. To the job. Well, and a lot of things
2: too is a lot of people get hired on at a job. They know what they're, what's expected of them, and then after like a week or two, they're like.
0: Well, they try to renegotiate.
2: I don't really want to do this time span. I only want to work from this time to this time. Well, <sighs> you can't. Because At that
0: point, uh, whoever the boss is, the owner is, they should say, well, we agreed upon this when you were hired. If you can't perform your duties, then I'll just look for somebody else.
2: Exactly. But that's not how it happens in the workforce nowadays because it's hard. It's hard for people to freaking get people hired on because nobody's applying anymore.
0: Well, I know when we own the shop, the tattoo shops. Well, even the We even expected the artists to be there yeah, 10 minutes ahead of time
2: to set up.
0: And if they were late, go home. I don't need you. Yeah, forget about it. We were real strict on some shit like that. Yeah. And
2: if you were going to be late, notify someone that you were going to be late. Your car broke down, you better call. <laughs> You're sick, you better call. Don't just not show up because if we
0: don't know and we booked you appointments, well, you you talked about calling in sick. Yeah. Why is it to the point where jobs actually had to say, you know what, give me a doctor's note. That's pitiful that yeah. they can't take you y- at your word. Yeah.
2: Nowadays, they don't take you at your word. Like, eh, I, mean, in, I mean, I don't know about like big wig businesses like companies, but I know like,
0: you know, retail. Some of it's even in their freaking handbook. Well, I know it was in ours. If you miss this day or so, you know two days in a row, I want a doctor's note. And
2: even when I was actually working behind the chair cutting hair in hair salons, it was always told that if you miss more than two days, then there needs to be a doctor's note for why you've been sick.
0: And I think a policy like that came about because a bunch of people couldn't keep their word and they were jacking the company off.
2: Yeah, I agree. It, felt, it feels like you're back in school. If you miss a day of school, we need a note for you to return. And
0: here you are, an adult... And you can't play by the rules.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you're going to continuously call off or continuously be late, why do you even have that job?
0: And that's a lot of times where employers got to put their foot down and say, yeah, no. That's just like Elon Musk. He did that with his employees. He said, well, the lockdowns are over. Make sure you get your ass into the work. Make sure you get into your job. Mm -hmm. Because all these millennials... They're the main workforce right now. They're saying, no, I'd rather work from home. That shit I don't ever believe works for a company. If you're a part of a project manager team or something like that, you got to be able to have face-to-face to discuss shit. Yeah, we know technology with the metaverse is coming, but... Well, and then there's a lot of, you
2: know, the people calling from, like, you know, customer service jobs that they do from home.
0: Well, that's one thing where you can get it, you know, because you're dealing with people calling in on the phone.
2: Like cable companies and, you know, Mm. cell phone companies and, you know, that kind of stuff. There's a lot of those that people do from home.
0: But you need that personal interaction with people away from a computer screen. Right, and a lot of these uh, millennials don't understand that. Well, that's like that's
2: like you know I've been complaining about having to upgrade my phone, and you're like, "Well, just go to their website," <laughs> and I'm like, "No, I'd rather go into the store."
0: You're rather going in the store to uh, actually touch it.
2: I want to be able to see the phone and touch the phone before it gets sent to my house. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be able to walk out the door with the phone in my hand instead of waiting for it to show up mm-hmm. being delivered. And then if it gets here and be like, well, this fucking sucks. This phone's stupid. You know, it's like, then how do you exchange it? You
0: can't. We've heard some pretty wing dingers, if you would, of why some of our employees never showed. Haven't we? Yeah. We heard a lot of them. (laughs) (laughs) And my first reaction was, yeah, right, uh uh-huh. Don't play that dumb shit on me. Sometimes you know you could tell it was for real. You give them a break once in a while, okay? You got the flu, whatever. Well, and
2: when well when it was the tattoo shop, I used to think it was funny. They'll be like, "I overslept, dude. We don't open till like three o'clock in the afternoon. How did you oversleep?"
0: Then they try to lifestyle shit on it. Well, we're tattoo artists, man. We're out all morning and all night. Yeah. So. So what? Be here at three o'clock in the fucking uh, afternoon. If you can't be here like
2: between two forty-five and two fifty-five, you really don't want a job. I
0: feel sorry for a lot of employers right now because they're facing all this woke backlash that they don't know which way to go with anything anymore. You got a bunch of employees crying and whining, and they feel like, okay, well, if we don't Do what they want us to do. They're going to go out and bash us. Disney's like that now. They're woke. Just because of a few people. They turn around their policies. And it actually destroys them. And Starbucks. It was funny as hell. Starbucks finally. Understood. Go woke. Go broke. They had a policy in place. Before all this crap went down. That. Our bathrooms are not open to the public. Then there was backlash from the woke leptards. So they opened the bathrooms. Now, employees were in danger. There was drugs. There was crime. And they said, you know what? Enough of this. We're going to send out a company-wide memo that we're opening the bathrooms, or closing the bathrooms again. They got pushed back. Guess what they did? Hmm. In those 16 stores, they didn't close the bathrooms. They closed the whole fucking business. Jeez. They closed it all down. They had enough.
2: And in those 16 stores, look at all the staff that no longer have jobs. Nobody
0: has jobs anymore. Mm -mm. Netflix, same thing. They're standing up for their business model. I do not think it's an employee's right to say... You're wrong on a cultural issue. I don't care about uh you know the trans stuff. i don't care about anything like that out of work you know in work. It's not my job to be there to pass my beliefs into the workforce. I'm being paid to do a job. Keep your opinions to yourself is the way I look at it You lost me okay i lost you yeah what
2: what does that have to do with anything
0: when you go to work yeah You're a boss. Yeah. Do you sit there and want to hear one of your employees come up to you and bitch and moan about a social issue like, well, you know, you're transphobic or you're this because the company's doing that. The company don't know our pain. No, I don't want to hear that as a boss. You're here to work. That has nothing to do with your work description. You see what I'm saying now? No. You're lost, as usual. <laughs> no, you're not making any sense. Okay. How am I not making any sense? So are you
2: saying that there's like a transgender that works at that company? No. Then what? Here's
0: oh. Okay, let's put it in that easier term. Yeah. Because You got so a transgender mean. worker for you. Yeah, okay. And she's coming in there or he's coming in there bitching that the company... Is not helping out with their cause.
2: That's not my place. Go talk to corporate.
0: They go to corporate. Say the same thing. Corporate goes and says. Well it's not our business. I don't care.
2: We next, hi- thing, We hired
0: you. We didn't hire a cause. Next thing you. Very good. Next thing you know. They go out in the media. And start bashing the company that they work for. Does the company have a right to fire them? I think so. You're damn right, they do.
2: I think so because we're, the companies aren't out to hire causes; they're out to hire people.
0: Very good, right there. Holy shit, you got it. Go ahead.
2: I mean, seriously. I mean, okay, if you're transgender, that's your that's your choice. That is your decision. If you want to work at a job, then do just go to work and do your job. We're not there to listen to your bullshit. It's not the company's responsibility to. I mean, if you're being bullied by someone, that's one thing. Yeah, that's a harassment that, That's type. harassment. Or if there's harassment in your environment from another employee or ha- harassment from customers, then yeah, the company's going to step in. But if you're just trying to push your views... And get the
0: company to go in that direction. And and then you're in the wrong place. Because what go wo- uh, go woke, uh, go broke means is you're picking up on these social issues and your company's losing a fucking lot of money. A company is in business to make money, regardless of what everybody else wants to tell you.
2: Well, that's just like, okay, when I was standing behind the chair cutting hair for over 20 years, okay? Damn year old. Shut up, I've had my license like 30 years. Uh, But for the 20 plus years that I was standing behind a chair cutting hair, Our policy at every place that I've worked at, which is not an easy task, but never discuss religion and politics. Just like at a bar. Never. You don't discuss religion and politics because you know what?
0: There's going to be people going s- to get pissed.
2: People are going to get pissed off. People are going to be like, you know, the
0: yeah. harassment charges. are. I gonna mean, come. all
2: kinds of crap's going to go down. That's why. And I know this for a fact at all bars, they do not like politics or religion discussed. In, no, because they don't bar. want beer
0: bottles. Flying. They don't
2: want shit flying off and cutting hair and customer service in general. Even even where I work now, we do not bring up. Politics or religion? Yes, the customers bring the shit up, but you guys,
0: the employees, don't. But we we kind of just blow it off. I mean, come on. I had somebody. So that can be the same thing as saying, "Hey, you know, I don't want to hear your transgender bullshit."
2: I don't want to hear it. I mean, what you do on your own time is your business. Don't bring it inside the work. Leave your personal issues at the door. Come in and just do your job. If your personal life gets affected. Like, if you're gay or, or or whatever, I mean, even if you're a female and, and you're a female or a male and you're really a male, whatever, and you're getting bullied by customers for one reason or another, then, yeah, I expect the company to step in and have your back, mm. you know, because, I mean, if one of my—I st- had, I had an employee that, during this whole COVID, th- you know, thing, got bullied by a customer— And the customer threatened saying, well, I hope your child gets COVID and dies. Did I step in? Oh, yeah, the hell I fucking did. Mm. I snapped off, kicked the customer out of the store, told them never to come back and how wrong they were for making a statement
0: like that. Right. But that was your obligation to step in.
2: But even if I wasn't her boss, I still would have stepped in.
0: Right, but it was the obligation of the harassment, not a social value.
2: Exactly. It was because she was being harassed. So being harassed and pushing your views on people, even customers, is two totally different situations. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, if we did have a transgender working for us, I... It wouldn't matter as long as they're doing their job. As long as you're coming to work, doing your job, doing what you're supposed to...
0: I don't care. But, like, religion and politics don't bring your social bullshit to me. Keep your shit outside the door. Customers
2: are going to bring up random-ass shit, and it's like nine times out of ten, you just got to let them say their little fucking bullshit and just let it go.
0: You have to ask yourself where people came to think that they're entitled to tell a company what to do.
2: Yeah, for real.
0: I never, ever thought it would be that way. Well, yeah, we got unions, but uh, uh, but <laughs> now I'm going to get the union haters on me. Anyway, you never thought that would happen.
3: Mm-mm.
0: And now it is, and it's going to get really bad right now. Inflation's through the roof, and now all the main economists are coming out and saying, we need a severe recession to make things get back in check. You're going to be out there saying, you know what, shit, I wish I uh, would have did my job, went home, and didn't open my mouth about this other bullshit because you don't got a job and you can't find one now.
2: I mean, hell, we deal with on a daily basis the crap about gas prices and how much grocery items cost in the store. Well... Keep in mind that grocery gr- uh, gas stations are not grocery stores. That's where you guys make your money. It's not on the gas. It, it, it's it's when 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 you go to a gas station, you are gonna pay more than when you go to like Walmart mm-hmm. because it's out of convenience. It's that's con- why it's called a convenience store. I mean, it's legit out of convenience that you go and run to the gas station and get a gallon of milk. Because why? Because you don't want to go to Walmart and have to walk through the whole entire store all the way to back to get a gallon of milk. Because you know, if you did that, you're going to end up leaving with more than just that milk. But you go to the gas station to get a gallon of milk. Nine times out of ten, you will go in, get that gallon of milk, pay for it, and leave. You're not going to grab all kinds of crap. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go in and get what you need and leave. So yeah, you're gonna pay maybe a buck or two more for whatever you're getting because it's convenient. Yeah, convenience store dummies. <laughs> but it's like it gets old when I'm like, you know, they we ring up a like a gallon of two percent and it's close to it's like right right around five bucks and they're like, well, I can get this for two dollars
0: cheaper. Well then go there and get it. Nobody told you to come here to get it. Getting back on track, though, do you think that these people that get upset with the company, the company's doing stuff they don't want them to do, they're the ones who find it where they can steal from the company?
2: A lot of people just steal from a company because they feel like shit's
0: owed to them. Very damn good point. Please go. Well, I personally am Damn, feel, China got whooping ass today. <laughs>
2: I personally feel that if a person is stealing from the person... If if you're stealing from a place that you work and that pays you every two weeks or whatever your payment, you know, pay schedule is, you're stealing from them, that makes it seem like you think the, the, the job you have owes you something. They don't, they don't owe you shit.
0: No, they don't. Because they owe you
2: they're... a paycheck for you coming to work and doing your freaking job. That's all they owe you for. They
0: don't owe you anything else. No, they owe you for what they agreed between the two parties to pay. You come to work, you can't afford to purchase something when you're at work, don't fucking buy it. Oh, hell no, no. Don't go
2: grabbing it and be like, I'll pay for it later. Because... You who won't. The, who the hell is going to see that you're going to pay for it later? Ain't The person you told that to ain't going to be there mm-hmm. to see and prove whether or not you paid it. You can tell people you paid it. Some companies are smart and have envelopes for employee receipts. Right. Hmm.
0: <laughs> Why do you think they think they're owed? Why do you think they feel comfortable just going in there and stealing something? I hate thieves.
2: Because they don't care. They have no respect for their job. Then personally, if they're doing that, they have no respect for themselves. I mean, that's what I think. I mean, if you're going to go and steal something from a place that you're working at that pays you for your time, and you're going to steal from them, What
0: about the famous, well, you know, they're a multi-billion dollar company. I don't fucking care. They'll miss it because
2: there's things called fucking inventory. And management get their asses kicked if they're under a specific dollar amount for store inventory. Mm. And if you really are that mindless that a product item in the store doesn't freaking matter... That you took it? It better, does matter because the better, customer is going to pay. You better grow the fuck up because the more shit that ends up missing, I can guarantee you the prices in that store are going to get
0: raised higher. Yeah, you make a good point right there. They don't think of that, though.
2: No, they don't. Did you know that about 75% of employees have stolen stolen something from their employer at least once? And about 38% have stolen something at least twice? So, what are
0: they talking about?
2: Pencils? Pens? What? No, they're talking about retail items in a retail store.
0: Now, I know you haven't. Like a small business. Right. Because we bone businesses, and that was always my pet peeve, somebody trying to steal.
2: Oh, the way I look at things, if I go to work and I ain't got the money for it, I don't need it.
0: This is very true. She's not lying.
2: If... if like because if, you were in our like, business. Like I work at a gas station. If I if I can't afford to buy a pack of cigarettes that day, you don't I, need them. I have a vape. I'll just use my vape. Mm-hmm. I obviously did not. was not meant to have that pack of cigarettes. I'm not gonna do like I've witnessed at other locations or even. Well, at,
0: at, at our work. shop where you would go out, spend money on paper towels. Yeah. And next thing you know, they're missing. Nobody paid for them.
2: Right. That's when we decided... That you used that's, to
0: freak the fuck out of that. That used to piss
2: me off because I used to buy them in bulk for the, for the store. We'd buy toilet paper and paper towel in bulk. Mm. Toilet paper... I would surprise to see how much toilet paper would actually come up missing buying it in bulk. And that's mm. because I think staff was actually taking it home. They were.
0: And we caught them, motherfuckers.
2: And we caught them. But the paper towel, what we would do is I would buy them in bulk... And they would actually have to buy the paper towel from us, mm-hmm. you know, by the roll. You know, if if I spent, you know, $10 on a bulk package, you know, and there were 10 rolls, every, they would have to pay us a dollar for each
0: roll. It's not like we were making money off of them.
2: No, we were basically making back what we spent. We didn't overcharge them for it. We would get back what we spent minus tax. So technically, we paid the tax for it. Mm-hmm. But that's not the point. The point is, if we actually got to the point where we didn't supply the paper towel, <laughs> they had to go get their own. <laughs> there was a lot of stuff we used to supply for the tattoo artists, and we stopped doing it because, like, what, like three rolls of paper towel for one tattoo, which yeah, you, you don't, don't need, need, that, need shit. that shit if you're doing a five-by-five a, a five tattoo. Exactly. But you don't need that much, or, you know... For a while we even provided gloves and it's like okay that got too expensive buy your own shit mm. you know when it's, it's
0: others money they don't care
2: no they don't they really don't and it's like they always oh I, I'll, I'll hook you up and pay you after I finish the tattoo and yeah we never got
0: it most mm-hmm. of the time we'll be right back after this music break we're gonna keep on talking about the being a thief at work man cause this one it really burns my balls
3: It's time to cruise your sex drive, grab onto your clutch,
2: put your mind in the air for masturbation and sexual stimulation, dare you to tell the truth and get your ass out of neutral. It's
3: time to get your porn.
0: Oh my god, she is lacking sleep right now, so I can only imagine what she's going to say and ask. What do you got?
2: Have you ever wondered what it'd be like to have the opposite gender's private parts? No. <laughs> what, dude, I'm telling you, if I had a dick, I'd be jerking it all day long. No. <laughs> I would. I'm not even lying. I'd be like, That's damn. Terrifying. You wouldn't you don't want to know what it would be like to have a vagina? Hell no. Dude, I'm telling you, if I had a dick right now, I'd be I'd be jerking it while we're on the show. I don't
0: even care. I'd what, be like, hey, You do that half the <laughs> time with your <laughs> vagina. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Not while we're on the show. <laughs> I see you playing with that damn thing the You're whole show. You're so full of shit, your breath stinks. I can no. I smell it from here. And your, eyes... can... and your eyes
2: are turning from green to brown. I see it from here. Stop. I can see it all the time. No, I wouldn't want to
0: have a vagina.
2: Dude, I would totally have fun with a dick.
0: So you'd rather have a dick than a vagina?
2: No, I like my vagina. I'm just saying that if I had a dick, I... dude, I would be beating my meat like 24-7. <laughs> How do you guys not? It's entertaining. <laughs> it seems a lot easier for y'all to beat your meat than
0: for us to play with our tacos. That's all I'm saying. Now, don't say tacos. You know, Jill Biden came out and called Hispanic tacos. <laughs> no, I couldn't believe that. He did not. Did he really? Did, she did. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Damn. Okay. I was like, fuck, man. That hurt.
2: <laughs> My pink taco. Oh, there you go. There you go. Pink taco. Got to put the word pink in front of it. But, I, I dude... How do you guys not jerk off all day long? For real. Does it get raw? I mean, what's the problem?
0: What's up. the problem? We Even during sex, we can't go more than once. That shit's tiring, man. What the man. fuck, really? Yeah, that shit's tiring. Dude,
2: I'd be making my shit. I'd be giving myself blue balls just so I could keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care. I'd be like, wait, I gotta stop because I'm I'm feeling something funny. Oh, my goodness. And then i sit there for a minute and be like, do do
0: do 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 and be like wait uh round two <laughs> she is fucking whacked man
2: well this is lack of sleep man I, you said you didn't know where i was gonna go with it i didn't know where you were gonna go with it but damn man that's, that's whacked and that's what yeah it's whacked all right whack
3: it off
0: <laughs> if i have one <laughs> That's not, and your, the look on your Are face. Are you going to want to come back as a guy in the next life? <laughs> no.
2: Why? Because no. I'd probably be one of them asshole guys. I don't know. I bet you I
0: would. Why would you be an asshole guy? Because I you're wanna real cool. Back, I want to come back as a cat. They have nine lives. <laughs> really? Wait a second here. You wouldn't want to come back as a dude? No. Why? No. I
2: mean, No. Because I don't want to deal with broads. <laughs> 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 Fucking bitches. <laughs> you do now. You have a crush on
0: your bartender. I do. She's
2: hot. Can't help it.
0: What? Look at her turn red. <laughs> she has a big crush on
2: the bartender. Why do you think I only go on Friday nights? Because <laughs> that's the night where I can actually go to go to the bar. Do you guys talk a lot? We talk like pretty much all night.
3: Yeah.
0: Does she know you're interested in her? I don't know. Why haven't you tried to make your moves? I'm uh, I'm worried about you now. How old is she?
2: She's young. young <laughs> she's like 31, 32.
0: Yeah. yeah. That ain't real young then.
2: No, it ain't
0: real young, but, you know. You still have a thing for her.
2: She's cute. She's hot.
0: Is it only because and she's I end up- cute? And I
2: end up getting a lot of, you know, she comes out, she comes out by like when I'm out smoking on the porch thing mm-hmm. and she'll bring me a double shot and I'll be like, I didn't order this. She goes, I know it's for me, but I made it look like it's for you. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Cause she wanted to drink it.
0: Mm-hmm. So she put it in front of me. Now as a woman, mm-hmm. how would you go about this? Go about what? About trying to hook up with her. That's is it easier for you women to hook up with another woman than you women to hook up with a guy?
2: Well, see, the thing is, is I don't feel gaydar. I have no gaydar going off around her, so.
0: But like and I, I always usually, say, most and,
2: women are into that. And I'm usually on point with that, and I don't get that from her. So,
0: so why didn't you go to your gay uh, DJ and ask him, hey, you, you don't think I got a chance with this? No. Yeah. So you're, you're shy. No, I'm not shy. I'm just not interested to
2: the point that I would want to go for that. The flirting is fun. The flirting is fun. Yeah. So you
0: guys flirt with each other.
2: Yeah, the whole time.
0: So she must have some kind of gayness in her.
2: No, I don't feel it.
0: You don't feel it, huh? No,
2: I'm usually on point with that, too, so I don't feel it. I think it's just flir- flirting. Oh, Harmless flirting. What do, what if she- Harmless <laughs> flirting because she knows I tip well.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Let's go back to this uh, subject that we were talking about, though. You brought up payroll. I think that's more damaging to a company than retail theft or stealing something that's physical.
2: Well, like payroll fraud. And what I mean by that is basically reporting that you worked more hours than you actually physically worked. Which a lot of people so have done. Basically tampering with your time card.
0: So basically you were scheduled from eight to four and you one put, day and you were only able to get eight to three thirty, so you figured you can make up that half hour by saying, Okay, I worked from eight to four, but you really only worked eight to three thirty.
2: Well, I know some people that are scheduled, you know, supposed to only be there eight eight, you know, in like one time. Somebody was supposed to be at work from eight to eight a.m. to five p.m. Mm-hmm. and she left at two, but still told her boss.
0: And that's stealing. That from the she company. worked
2: from eight a.m. to five. When we all know she left at two.
0: But that's stealing from the company.
2: Yeah, well, because I mean, she's a salaried employee, so she has to have a specific amount of hours a week because she
0: agreed to that.
2: Because she agreed to fifty hours a week. But yet she doesn't want to pull the 50 hours. So there's a lot of times that she'll leave early
0: and still claim that she was there. So basically she ain't abiding by her agreement, her contract. Nope. And when does it come to the point where the company figures it out?
2: Oh, I'm sure it will be
0: nowadays. The reason why I have a problem with retail operations is if I own that business hmm I would want to make sure if I couldn't be there all the time that I hired somebody that would think that it's their business too
2: Well, that's just like okay here's a, a, a this is like a goofy example You're goofy Okay, well, I'm goofy, but it's like she wants to whack I, off all day uh I, I I clocked in today today <laughs> yeah, I do <clears throat> I clocked in today. And I accidentally clocked in under regular store hours instead of training hours. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what I did was, is there's this button that pops up and it says change work ethic, like change work, Mm. which means I can change it to training hours instead of regular. So I changed it. And then my boss went in to adjust because she had to put in for my vacation day for yesterday. Mm -hmm. And saw that I basically clocked in twice and deleted one of the two times, but she deleted the wrong one. So when I went to go clock out for my job today, it looked like I haven't been there because like my whole thing was gone. So I had the boss, the boss's boss, our, our district manager was there. And I'm like, uh, can you come look at this for a second? I'm like, uh, I clocked in accidentally on a regular pay, and then I was able to change it to training pay. I said, but now I went to go clock out, and my time card's blank. And she goes, well, what time are you here? I'm like, 10 minutes to 4 this morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there has to be ways that an employer can stay on top of the employees to prevent them from stealing from them.
2: Well, I think a lot of times, too, is I think as far as, like, if it's a retail thing, like, like even with, like, our, our company, I mean, she's got 14 stores. So it's, like, it's really hard for one person to stay on top of 14 stores.
0: Like, today was a... What about Technology. Well, today, we, instead of doing a time clock or something like that, well, you got to put your fingerprint on the clock in.
2: Well, we we don't have the capabilities of that.
0: Well, I'm just saying, wouldn't that be a way saying, okay, you got to check in with your thumbprint?
2: Well, there's companies out there that do that. I actually went and interviewed a couple of years ago at a different lo- at a different company, and their time clock was a fingerprint.
0: That way they can't get stolen from. Right. So that would be a good way of doing it, because anybody can punch somebody else in.
2: Mm, not really.
0: What do you mean, not really? Because like,
2: we don't have a time card like a punch clock. Mm. Ours, you have to have a username and a password to get in. So unless I'm going to give my personal information to somebody
0: else I work with. Which usually somebody would do. Which not people you, Which but, people
2: do, but I'm not giving anybody my password information from my time card but that's one way they can but people that. can do people do do it what's even funnier is when hey i'm leaving two hours early yo Steffi, can you can clock you me out me later out? yeah here, here's my information and they'll you know some people do it mm. i mean i wouldn't do it what's but funny
0: is when they do get busted they have all kinds of excuses <laughs> i was here <laughs> no, I'm talking when the well that and when they do get busted stealing something. It's like they come up with every excuse in the book and try to push it back on the company that it was their fault. When it was like, dude, you just walked out of here with freaking a six pack of beer. How's well, that the and company's and fault? It,
2: and it's funny to you because there's there's ways of stealing from companies where it's not Okay, because I'll give an example, but where it's not a product and it's not money. Because mm-hmm. we have like rewards cards.
0: Oh, those things people are going to get. Yeah. We
2: have rewards cards and some of the people, I guess, are ignorant because as employees, they have our reward card numbers mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're marked in the system as employee. Right. And a lot of the employees... Want to build their points up because your points turn into money. You can get free stuff. You can get free gas and so whatever. So they
0: use everybody. The customers they're using coming the in.
2: customers coming in and they're swiping their own. They're scanning their own card if the customer does not have a rewards card to collect the points off these customers. Well, last week somebody actually got fired from our company for
0: doing that. They were freaking hustling at it. That's kind of like, uh, you know, slipping from the till right there. I mean, because that's theft. You're damn right, it is.
2: That's just, and then there was another, and they'll come
0: back and say, "Well, they didn't have it."
2: <laughs> well, I didn't know we couldn't do it. Well, it's only been in fifty thousand emails that you're supposed to read, and you obviously didn't read it. Or the other instance would be, you know, gas stations. What do we have at gas stations? We have scratch off cards, right? Well, we haven't. We we had. One employee at one location that took it upon themselves to, when she was bored and it was slow at work, she would do scratch offs, lottery scratch off tickets. Holy shit! But she wouldn't pay for them unless she won. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hello? like you you owe me here, dude. You're. I mean, I don't even care if she's doing one dollar, two dollar. That the increment of the scratch off ticket isn't even the point. But if you're doing even $1 tickets and you pull 10 $1 tickets, that's 10 bucks. and let's say out of those 10 tickets, you only win $2, mm-hmm. well, she's not going to pay the $2. She'll she'll just get two more tickets off that $2. So she still owes the company $10. So they got a lot of scamming going on that way. Yeah, so she, not only does she get, lose her job, but she got charges filed against her because... You know, at the time, which they don't anymore, but Illinois, it was a state thing. Well, yeah, it's, uh, for the lottery, state. but Illinois doesn't state; it's not state anymore. A company, an actual company, owns it. But she got tra- charges filed, had and she, she would have been crying, and, and she's like, "Well, I didn't think it mattered." And That's like,
0: how ignorant but people. But I mean, this is really how dumb are. people
2: are. Really? If we're gonna make the customers pay for every scratch off ticket, don't you fucking think you need to pay for them? You don't pay when you win. Ignorance That's, is not so an she excuse. Would, she would go as far as she could until she'd win a good amount of money. But the problem is, is by the time she's in it, how how you know, let's say she played like a hundred dollars worth of tickets, she won a hundred dollars. She she just She's got to put that $100 back into the till to cover the $100 in tickets she just scratched off. Or so not do it at all. So you just won nothing. Idiot. <laughs> but she got fired for it. I mean, it's dumb shit like that. Or, well, oh, I, I need four packs of cigarettes. I'm just going to take those and I'll pay for them on payday. Well. It don't work that it way. It don't work that way. This is a company.
0: It's just dumb shit that you see. Ignorance is not the uh, answer to something like that. Oh no, my God. I, mean,
2: I mean, there's things like, okay, f- a physical theft of product. F- you know, there's theft of cash. There's, um, you know, the payroll fraud, which is reporting more hours than you've worked. And then there's like, I mean, I'm sorry, but, you know, there's people stealing dumb shit like pens and, and copy paper and, you know... St- office supplies mm. that's still
0: theft right get china Dow going on this man we'll see you on the next segment don't forget to visit HarleyLiberty.com and subscribe over on youtube and if you can't afford it don't just take it yeah that's from china Dow. yeah and that's all for motorcycle madhouse this morning don't forget to go over to subscribe to our youtube channel install insane throttle tv's channel over on Roku, as well as go get the insane throttle radio app over on google play rock on
1: until next